Hello, time travelers. Welcome to the Aging Journey podcast, an actual play podcast where we go back in time and play RP games themed around time and growing up in a variety of systems. I am your game master, Tanya, and this is The Red Bridge, a children's fantasy adventure using the kids on bike system inspired by works such as The Phantom Tollbooth, Alice in Wonderland, Jumanji, and The Wizard of Oz. We are playing Kids on Bikes, a tabletop role-playing game that allows players to explore a mysterious and supernatural world set in a small town during the 1980s and 90s. Our players embody characteristics called tropes and roll dice based on their brains, brawn, fight, flight, charm, and grit. The higher the stat, the better their skill. Each player has a top stat where they roll a d20 and a bottom stat where they roll a d4. In this game, dice explode, where if you roll the maximum on a die, you get to roll again, infinitum. Our players for this campaign were made from scratch, and tropes are custom. There may be mature content depicted in our gameplay, but the players and I are using safety tools, and all content warnings will be in the description below. You can listen to the audio of the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or the Aging Journey website, or watch it on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, or support us on Patreon. All links will be in the description. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Well, I think that wraps up the spiel. Enjoy the journey. Welcome back to our session zero. We are now in the finale. This will be a part one of a two-part finale for our session zero, and we are continuing to follow our four high schoolers. If you all remember, they were seniors. It was the last day of school for the school year, a few days from graduation, and a few weeks from the demolition of Madonna High School. So we are still, so in the session zero, our players are in a broken time. This is an alternate version of their real life campaign where our players are practicing the mechanics and building the lore. Willow, Caleb, Juke, and Jimmy have found themselves sucked back into the mysterious board game called the Red Bridge, but for one last time. They have made a promise to never return to the game after graduation. However, something went wrong. The game in the real world began to bleed together, and although promises were made, deals have been bartered for, and we'll soon find out that everyone has a secret. Let's see what the gang is up to as they explore this world called Avaria inside the Red Bridge. What's it taste like? Like a cigarette, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, not great. It's not great. Is there any chance we got Terry out too? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid Terry and the attendant are, are no longer. Duke and Caleb, you both sort of scramble um, and try to look at Willow and, and get Willow together. And Willow, you begin to awaken. And all three of you are kind of like huddled in this little, uh, on this platform, looking over at Jimmy, who is essentially a giant wolf creature. Oh, I saw that hard. Jimmy's now wolf. Okay. Huh. Uh, Jimmy. You do not turn back into a human. I think I'm a little distracted with my friends to realize that I'm not human. I'm just like moving over to them like, hey, are you guys okay? You try to say something and 
There is no voice that comes out. But you do walk closer to them. Um, and I will say, Jimmy, Duke, and Willow, you all didn't see this transformation. So you have no idea what's happening. Well, it's just like Paul. <laughs> Where'd Paul oh, go? Come Where'd back to say Paul? I feel like Willow, you wouldn't freak out from this. But Duke and Jimmy, given that you guys have been fighting this creature, you just see another creature. So Yeah, Caleb's immediately on his feet, like ready to throw down. Yeah. Yeah, both of you give me grit rolls. Um, or a brain roll to try and see if you mm. want to figure out what this is. Depends on how you're feeling. So a D4 or a D10. Let's go with a D10. What was the first <laughs> thing you said? You can do grit or brains. DC is going to be nine. Oh, wow. Right on the money. Perfect. Awesome. Oh, heck. Yeah, 17. Oh, okay. Well, lucky you guys, you both can tell the eyes of of Jimmy, even inside of a huge wolf animal. Uh, So yeah, you both kind of look at this creature and you also look around and see that Jimmy's not here. And you know that Jimmy has has a very unique relationship with the land and the way that he uses it. So you're not sure how this happened, but okay. Uh, Juke. This thing either ate Jimmy or is Jimmy, so... I'll look at the wolf and say, Jimmy? Yeah? He still has... Jimmy hasn't really clicked that he's not speaking. Yeah. Um, Willow, as you kind of come to, and you also see this, I will say that, um, without even really rolling, you know that creatures in Avaria are are just regular creatures. The The reason why the creatures here talk is because you taught them. That's why you created the Anime Animal Safety Coalition. Um, but how you originally began talking to them is through telekinesis. So you can speak to Jimmy in that way. Just like, hi there. Are you Paul? Hey, Willow, are you okay? Where's Paul? She's just like, wait, where's Paul? I was just talking with Paul. Uh, Paul's not doing so good. (laughs) She kind of like sits up and is like, wait, where is he then? I look over towards Paul. Yeah, you just see a a flattened uh, furry, like, roadkill. That's harsh. She she just goes silent. Jimmy, you're not sure what your friends are looking at, but as you sit there, you do kind of, like, look around and notice that you're a bit taller than you were before. Like you're you're looking down at them. Strange. Um, you also seem to have a tail, which is different. <laughs> what is this weird? You try to scratch your ear and you do it with um, your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also have the strange sensation that you could definitely go for like ear scratches. I think as I look down at Willow, I kind of like notice that my hand is really really furry. Uh, and then, like, look up my arm, like, look at my other arm, look at my legs, and just start kind of, like, freaking out. And you just watch as, like, this werewolf just starts, like, kind of doing this jig as it's looking all over the place at itself. What the heck? What's this? <sighs> Whatever, it's a bar, yeah, it's a crazy place. Yo, Jimmy, take a second. Take a second, man. Down? Like, I don't know. How the hell you ended up like this? But I'm guessing it's some kind of, you know what, magic. Let's say magic. As you were, as you were all kind of here in this space, 
Um, the day is getting a little long, getting a little late. But you do all notice that Avaria seems to be stabilizing. There is something wrong with the world, something wrong with time, Willow noticed, something wrong with this shadow figure that, for some reason, wanted to devour other things. You guys don't quite understand what all of this means, but you do assume that, at least for the moment, it's done. So, decisions have to be made. This game has been an adventure, for sure. Wondrous at most times. Splendous at many times. But also very dangerous. And sad, because now Paul and Terry are gone. Very sad. Can I um, grow a new Terry? <laughs> well... I am a plant, and and the last time I cut myself, I sprouted. So maybe I could grow new Terry. That is what you all need to discuss in this moment when you realize that the things that used to be only in Avaria and only in the real world changed in the moments when this splicing happened. And even though it now is stable, those things haven't changed back. Like Willow is still... An Avarian plant. Jimmy is now some sort of wolf creature. Uh, Essentially, you all look at each other and realize that the rule is that you can't take things out of Avaria that are Avarian. And Willow and Jimmy, you technically are Avarian now. Well, I could get used to living here. Willow's on board. Willow's like, yeah, okay. And now I get to stay with um, all my animal buddies and make sure that their little, little stations are now nice and fun so they aren't all lonely. This is not good. Okay, is there... But first, yes, to mourn. I got a question. And it's a little bit specific, but it's in my brain. If we end the mm-hmm. game, does that mean everything that's Ivarian goes back into Ivaria? Uh, you don't know. This has never Have happened. Have we never ended the game before? No, you guys or, have ended the game, but this has never happened. Um, okay. This, this splice. This is this is this was a phenomenon that started in the real world. Remember, that was bleeding right. there, and then you guys think at this moment you may have fixed that, but it didn't. Doesn't mean that things were unfixed, like the things that happened. So you're not right. sure if number one, I will say, Caleb, as you're standing here seeing this. You don't know if, number one, ending the game will change things back. You also don't know if destroying the game, so let's say you ended it, and then things didn't change back, and then you decided to destroy the game to see if that changed it back. You don't know if either of those will fix this problem. You just don't. There's, There's really no way to know. This has never happened before. Um, Juke... You are standing here as well, seeing what's going on with what you have your, with the plans you already have set mm-hmm. in stone. And I think at this point, all four of you need to make a decision. Do you 
end the game. So leave the game yourself because you can all leave separately because how you win the game is you're the first to leave. So you can all leave separately one by one and make your decisions on who leaves and then tell me what you do after you leave. Or you can have a conversation right now about why you're staying with each other. Well, I'll kind of like, I look down at my feet for a minute and, and look up at everyone and say, well, so I can't leave. Um, I thought that maybe what I did caused all of this, but I, you know, I made a deal and I, this time coming back, I can't leave again. No, we can figure it out a way. Listen, like, it's, it's just a dumb game. We can just put the pieces back and. You don't have to say. I don't think I can leave either. I mean, I'm literally a plant. Also, where is Terry? She just looks at her shoulders. Like, he was just on my shoulder. Who's Terry? Yeah, who's Terry? Jimmy, what happened to Terry? He was, like, helping with Paul and stuff. Um, uh... She just just, just sighs and puts her hands into her face, like... God. See, that's my point. You guys can't stay here. This place is the worst. This place is not not the worst. Jimmy, can he hear? Qu- uh, question: Can he hear me? Oh or... yeah, I can't. I can't hear you. Or is it, do, do I have to relay everything through Willow? Um, Jimmy, yeah, you'll have to relay everything through Willow. Okay, I think I also like frustrated that I move over to um like with the station to see if I can find, like, a pen and some paper or something like that. Oh, did, did Willow ever see the shadow? Like, could, could she like, like, did she know what happened or if it was? Unfortunately, Willow, you were knocked out the entire fight. <laughs> okay, then. They will never know. Yeah. So you guys can try to explain to Willow what the creature, like, looked like and what he did. And perhaps, Willow, you can make a brains roll to try and figure out all that. You can do all of that if you want, but you were knocked out the entire time. Okay, so Jimmy, you're trying to write as a as a wolf creature. That's, if that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a role for that. I wish there was. <laughs> If if the pen and paper doesn't work, I'm just gonna start scratching it in the oh, ground. Okay. I mean, Willow can just yeah. just tell Willow go. Hey, can you can you tell them what I'm saying? I don't yeah, know. yeah. We can we can just say that whatever you're saying out of your mouth is being relayed through Willow. <laughs> All right. All right. After like ten minutes of <laughs> failed writing, he's just like, what the heck? exactly? Yes, Jimmy. It is the worst. Every time we come here, something happens, and we have to come back to fix it. And then when we come back to fix it, guess what? Something else happens that we got to fix. I don't know what deals was made here. And he looks like over a juke and then he looks at the train or whatnot. But it's not fixing anything. We just got to drop it. Finally. This thing is an addiction. None of us can get over it. Because for some reason, everyone wants to come back. I'm the only one who sees this place as scary, dangerous, and unhelpful. It almost, it almost killed Willow. Yeah, because for some of us, it is. Oh, really? What about this is normal? Look, where have you been living for the last year? Where have you been dreaming for the last years? Here, for a good chunk of my life. And I like it here. Because out there, I'm normal. But here, I'm a king. And here, you're a king that's going to get beheaded. 
Does that sound normal? Maybe, maybe not. No, not maybe, maybe not. Better than living a boring life. You know what's boring about that life? The fact that you don't get attacked. The fact that something's not hunting you. The fact that you don't have to make a deal for your life. If that's normal. Yeah, well, at least I'm something here. You don't have to be something. Just be nothing in the real world. At least you'll get to live. You know what all I've heard is you putting your opinions on the rest <laughs> of us. That's all you've been saying. You're the one who wants to live a normal life. You're the one who's been afraid of dying. Do you hear yourself? Be afraid of dying? Like that isn't normal? Duke and um, Willow, as Caleb and Jimmy go back and forth with this argument, this isn't anything too new. This is pretty normal for these two. <laughs> but you two look at one another, and Duke in particular, you feel a vine slither around your ankle. And you know what that means. Someone mm -hmm. is reminding you of a promise. Hey, uh, Caleb, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Um, Caleb, you're not wrong. I mean, this place, I've, I mean, I've, I think I've at times hated it as much as you do, but sometimes you, sometimes you make a decision and you have to stick with it. Um, I don't have a choice here and I need to finish what I started. You don't have a choice here. Isn't that a wonderful dream? I was hoping that the three of you would get to go back home and live your lives and maybe come visit me. But Willow, Jimmy, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can still go back and, and leave what happened to you behind. I don't know, but I need to get on the train. I'm not leaving you behind, Juke. Honestly... You got a pretty good life in the real world. What? You can play music. You can create. You can create music. It's better than I can say. You don't have to stay here. Don't act like it's like it's not a choice to stay here. And he kind of glares at Jimmy. We'll get your deal done. It's as simple as just going to the right place and just agreeing to it, right? No, the deal is I stay. I already made the deal. There's no way that's it. Avario doesn't want people. Does Avario? Does Avario want people to stay? Uh, Caleb, as you ask that question out loud, you realize it's been quite some time since you yourself have communed with Avaria. You could ask it that question yourself. No, I I know that's a good idea and technically would do anything. Caleb doesn't want to get in this. This is the last thing he wants to do. He wants to step away from Avaria. So by any means, if he's communicating with it, if he's agreeing with it, if he's making deals with it, that is the exact opposite of what he wants. He refuses to even think about the fact that he can, he can do this persuasively because Avaria has never been persuasive with him. It's been demanding. So in this moment, I think Caleb is decisive. You want to figure out how to just simply save everyone and bring them back to the real world. Absolutely. So you have two choices. I'm going to go down in for each of you. Caleb, you need to win the game and figure out in the real world how to bring all your friends back by either doing some research, regardless of how long it takes, coming back to Avaria if you need to. You basically are becoming an investigator of how to 
get your friends out of the game. That can be an option. Number two, your option is you, again, win the game. It's up for some you have to get out of the game so that you can figure out how to work the game. So you wouldn't be able to just... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, I was hoping... Yeah. No. If, if you no. want to go down that route of trying to get them out of the game, you're going to have to leave the game. Damn. So you can either leave, not destroy the game, so figure out what to do with the game to figure out how to get them out, or assume that by destroying the game, they are automatically released from any of the things that has happened and things go back to normal. You will have to make one of those choices. Damn, I, I don't think he could, actually. It, and it's not because like he doesn't want to help everyone. It's because he doesn't want to leave them. These, begr- <laughs> I don't want to say begrudgingly because that's rude, but these are his friends to leave them to like even to leave to try to fix them if they're not on board with us he can't really do that if anything he might turn to communicating with avaria but only on some kind of professional level just so he can fix this here within the game okay so i will say that those are your three options if you choose to do the first option of trying to figure out how to to get them out yourself, you'll need to leave the game to figure that out. Or try to figure out how to get them out while you're inside of the game, but making the decision to commune with Varya so that you can hopefully figure it out here. So those are your two kind of like options, and you can make that decision in a moment. Okay, yeah, I was about to say. I don't want to make it right now. Yeah, Jimmy, you are a wolf creature of some kind. Uh, and you can only really commune through Willow because you don't have your own voice. Um, you're having this argument with Kayla, but you've had this argument with Kayla before. He's pretty stubborn. You're probably not going to be budging, but you just like sometimes <laughs> nope. to, to poke the bear. <laughs> so, but I think at this point, you know that you also only have two choices. You can win the game or leave the game. You don't even have to really win, but you can leave the game. So end the game and see if you change back and then just come back and hope that when you come back, you're like a wolf again or something. <laughs> you never know. That'd be cool. Um, or you can just decide to stay knowing though that Caleb will stay as well, probably to try and get you out at some point. So those are your two kind of options. Yeah. It would be really cool if you went out into the real world and were still a giant wolf. That'd be so fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, depending on what you do. Um, Juke, you know that there's a little bit more to why you're staying than you're kind of telling everybody, particularly mm-hmm. Caleb, because he's really worked up right now. Um, and so you're kind of like, oh, this seems like a, a lost cause for me to even go into, to be honest, the real reason why you even made this deal to begin with. And Avaria understands this. And probably if Caleb gets desperate enough to commune with Avaria, I mean, Avaria will probably just tell him. So you also have two choices. You can complete your deal by agreeing to stay, but let Caleb know that you're staying for other reasons other than the deal. And that you have no intention of leaving, again, regardless of what he says. Or you can 
continue to let Caleb think that he can get you out of the deal and just see how long you can kind of coast on <laughs> being like, I mean, on a lie. What you can say it's a lie. Like, I don't know if you could. I mean, you could try, I guess, you know, yeah, one of those situations. Absolutely. If you, if you go find the magical uh, magical <laughs> crown of Ivaria, you can totally do it. Possible. But that would obviously be for a bit more of a selfish reason, because that means that Caleb would stay. So either way, you know, you're doing, you're either being a little bit more deceptive or not. Uh, so that's really your choice. Okay. And then Willow... I'm I'm afraid there's no there's no bringing uh, Paul back. Um, sorry for your loss there. But... Magical crown of Ivaria, maybe. <laughs> Ivaria to bring yeah, him back. No, unfortunately, not so. Um, you you made the rules for the the Willow Animal Coalition um, specifically <laughs> to to talk about how you know the train you can kill animals and how animals you know do not come back. You know they're magical, like. You know, it's kind of a thing. That's why you made the rules, because it's important. Why did I make that rule? (laughs) (laughs) He was so sweet. Yeah, he he was was super sweet. Um, But you know that you've always had a responsibility to the world itself. Like, you, you really ingrained yourself here. And in a way, the world, the Ivaria understands that. And that is one of the reasons why you are now basically becoming a part of it um and even though you were unconscious you do know that while your friends saved you your body that has been transformed also probably saved you um so you you don't have any reason to believe that avaria would ever harm you even though you were just (laughs) you were just kind of almost eaten um so you have two choices as well you can leave the game with Caleb, like try to get Caleb out of the game so that, you know, Juke and maybe Jimmy can stay and you work with him to try to figure out how to get Juke and Jimmy out someday, but so that you guys can come back. So you would essentially try to make sure that no one destroyed the game, someone watched over the game. So you would become like a protector of the game and the people who live in the game, but you are able to still come and like see them and visit them. But you would have to work on on Caleb's mistrust of the game. You know, you'd have to, you guys, I mean, you you have a really close relationship. So possibly out of everyone, you could have the best chance of doing that. Damn, everyone's just deceiving Caleb today. <laughs> All right. I see how it is. Uh, well, well, do you, will she turn back into a human? Well, <laughs> so. Or do we not know that? And also, if she stays here, is she going to like fully turn into a plant? Because you said that she's turning into one. The great yeah. willow tree. Oh, fun. I actually didn't think of that. I mean, if she stays, she's going to turn into the great willow oh, tree. I those guess. are your two options. You, None of you will know when it will happen to you if you leave the game. You won't know until you leave. You just have to make the risk. So you can either choose to leave the game to protect the game, or you can choose to stay in the game and hope that where you guys left it is protected. Remember that the game is just a game. So even if you guys decide to stay inside, the game is still on the outside world, in the real world. So you know that, and you also understand the consequences of what that would mean. 
So you all have some very tough decisions to make. But I'm going to have to say, you're going to have to make them now. Can I ask something else? Yes. Uh, so the, the fake coins, the wanderer, does she know if like that's an active thing or if it's just like some memory from the past? So from what you gathered, time had messed up and you were both living in the present and past currently. I will say that you think that's fixed. You would have to talk to Caleb, Jimmy, and Juke, and you guys can just say that you convey what this creature looked like so that, Willow, you can make a brains roll to figure out if you, if you can connect if the um, warden was killed or not, or if that was the warden. Okay. DC is just five. Oh, my God. Oh, All Willow. right. Never mind. Um, oh boy! I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me on. use my adversity. Tokens. I'm using my adversity tokens. I, I have five. Wait, let me, let me, let me add. Can't take them with you, so might as well. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go ahead and use those. So. There's uh, six. <laughs> um, yes, you you would know that uh, the the creature that attacked you was the warden. It was the creature that was created. For what you know to be true. However, everyone else doesn't know where that creature came from. Only you do. Okay, so I'm going to say, all right, everybody, let's let's just take a minute and have it out. All right. Um, I am not going anywhere. I made a deal that said I was going to stay, but I also I want to stay. Um, I mean, yeah, Caleb, there's a lot of like really messed up stuff here, but for me, there's, there's one thing that's bringing me back. Um, okay. I, I made, I made tapes for all you guys that I was going to give you. Um, but they were in my backpack and that thing ate it. <laughs> um, it was kind of, kind of a. Not not a go- goodbye, but like so long to kind of explain things. But um, basically, I'm staying. I'm I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm sorry, Caleb. Uh, Fine, man. Jimmy and and Willow, you should you should at least try to go back. Uh, I mean, you can always come again. And and Caleb, I I mean, I know you hate the game. I know you've talked about tossing it in the fire, but um yeah i know I'm, you, I'm, you want me to stop that i'm gonna be here so i don't think you'll do it i think you'll i think you'll keep it and hopefully you'll you'll come back and and see me again i'm putting it on a high shelf and i hope it gets dusty <laughs> <laughs> what let's say info? that <laughs> yeah i'll i don't know bury it or something there that good yeah all right. Don't leave it too long. We know Juke's staying. Jimmy, I don't even have to ask you. Willow, you want to be a plant your whole life? No, I, I, no I'm not going to really stay in this form. But there's, there's things here. Paul's dead. I don't know where Terry went. And my head hurts. I don't know what to do, Caleb. 
Willow, you should go home. But can I? I certainly hope you can go home. I mean, you're you're a wolf. I'm a plant. And that 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 shadow thing you guys saw That's the warden. <laughs> and she just like she just like clicks her tongue and she's like, oh, I don't really want to talk about this. This is all too serious. Yeah, the when she says the warden, that means nothing to you guys. Mm. You have no idea what that would mean. You would need Basically, to another thing that's going to try to kill these two. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what's going on. Apparently now there's a bunch of box and there's like hundreds. I need to destroy those because I don't know if that d- deal is back. I made a, I made a deal with the warden. So what I'm getting straight here is that you all have to stay because of a deal. Well, well, I, I completed my deal, but now time is like messed up or something because now I, there's a bunch of fake coins and I destroyed all of them. I destroyed them all and now they're back and the warden's back and now I don't know if I have to re-destroy everything. Will, 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 don't worry about it. You go. I'll take care of it. You just tell me what I need to do, and I can take care of it. Look, I have always had a different relationship, especially than you, Caleb. And it's always been different for each of us. But, Avario, been here for me through some hard times. I can't just leave. So, I am going to say that in this moment, everyone needs to move. So, I will give Juke a moment to decide where he goes. I'll give Willow a moment to decide where she goes, Caleb and Jimmy. You can either walk off of the platform into the forest to wherever you need to go to, because you don't need to take the train everywhere, Um, especially now, Jimmy, that you have great speed. Um, (laughs) Or you can get on the train Um, but if you're wanting to get on the train to exit, you would actually be getting on the train that's in the station. If you wanted to get on the train to go somewhere else, because remember, when you get on the train, you have to tell it where you want to go. So the only person that can get on the train right now would be the person who wants to leave. And then it would take you to the end of the the next break. I guess in that case, Caleb's stepping towards the train. He waits to see who will come and who will leave. Okay. Caleb gets on the train. He's, he's standing at the entrance. He doesn't want to actually step on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy and Juke? I'm going to move back and just lean against the wall of the station, hands in pockets, waiting for the next train. Okay. I think I, think I kind of wait a second to see what Willow's going to do. Willow? Willow's kind of just... She, she's looking between all of them. She, she is debating on going with Kayla, but she, she first goes and talks with Jimmy. And she, she just goes, uh, okay, so apparently no one else can communicate with you. 
just go to the blue station. Stella will will take you to one of the classes I made to help you learn how to speak again. And if I happen to not turn back human or die in the process of returning back home, I relinquish all rights to you. Oh, thank you. And she's 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 just gonna she's just gonna hug him. She's gonna go over to Juke and hug him. She's like, I don't care. I'm hugging you both, despite whatever. And then she's gonna walk over to Caleb. Like, if I die, I'm blaming you. Don't worry. We're gonna fix this before we actually go. This train takes us where we need, right? So, I don't know. Maybe it'll take us to a magical fruit you can eat that'll fix it all. Hmm? Uh, Caleb, Caleb and Willow, you two get on the train. It stores the clothes for the final time, and it leaves the station. Juke and Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy is a huge wolf. Uh, you can't <laughs> both look at each other for a moment, but can't, obviously, he can't commune with you. Yeah. Um, but Jimmy, you've been given instructions, and you also feel the whatever, you know, Willow said, which was, you know, she relinquishes all rights of the Willow um, sa uh, Animal Safety Coalition. Um, and you now can kind of almost like feel where all of the attendants are that are at the different stations. And so it's almost kind of... Well, if she died, she said if she died. <laughs> <laughs> she wants all the animals too much to act to do that. She's just like, if I die, she probably, he probably has like half, like he's not like co-owner now. <laughs> she, GM has, is, she, she, GM she, she, is she, politely <laughs> saying you just died. <laughs> Yeah, if I die, you get you all right. That. I'm saying, um, <laughs> even though you said you've relinquished all rights, um, essentially because you are both an animal and she wants you to be attuned with the animals here that she's been working with, you're going to essentially be able to know where they are. So you can go to, to all of them, um, all of the ones that are, are attendants. Um, that's it. You're, you don't have any other ownership um, over it. Um, but essentially, it'll make it easier for you to find Stella when she's not at the train station. Because even though she is there a lot, <laughs> because that's her job, she's not there all the time. Um, and it's getting late in the day. So you'll be able to find her and any other attendant and just let them know, you know, that you kind of need to learn to, like, speak. Um, and none of them know how to write, so good luck with that. <laughs> uh, but you two look at each other for the this moment. Yeah, I look at Jimmy for a moment and then go... Who's a good boy? <laughs> it, can, does it look like I laugh, or does it? What's the face of the wolf? <laughs> you you can have like a, a, a like one of those anthropomorphic faces. It looks like he just snarls, but like there's no sound to it. <laughs> I bet I can find it. Uh, dog smile. Uh, <laughs> oh, just like happy tug out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so Jimmy and Juke, you guys look at each other, um, you have this, this fun moment, um, and hopefully you, you two will see each other out here in the wilds, but you have your own duties to attend to. So Jimmy, you walk off and head to find, uh, one of the animals of the animal, uh, coalition and Juke, you wait for the next train. Um, as Jimmy, you're walking off and Juke, you're standing there. You both hear the last whistle of the steam train as it 
kind of evaporates, the sound evaporates into nothingness, um, which is very common when it leaves. But since you guys don't ever stay um, like apart from each other, you've never heard it. And so now you, you hear what it sounds like when the train essentially leaves the world. Um, and then almost like a moment later, you hear another whistle as a fresh train comes your way going in the opposite direction. Um, and it's the exact same train and it is there at the platform waiting for you to hop on. Yeah, I'll hop on board and head off to see my friend. Uh, the train goes for a while. Um, it comes to a very lush forest um, away from the blue station. So it's it's a little probably going to be closer to like the yellow station that's close to the large uh, lake in Avaria. Um, it's a beautiful area and it has, um, it doesn't have much ground cover, but it has very tall, almost like sequoia length. I mean, uh, yeah, length trees um, that almost reach to, you know, the heights of the sky. And you get off the train of the closest station, which is the yellow station, and you begin your walk into the forest. Um, this is a pretty like light forest. So it's easy to walk through the sections, but as you walk, you come upon a little house, you know, made of wood, um, clearly put together by probably yourself. Um, It's made of logs and covered in moss in certain places. It has like a little chimney. It's a nice place that uh, you've made over the years. Um, It even has like a little garden Um, on the side of the house that is actually floating in the air because it is suspended by some string and it's hanging in a a tree Um, because it's very small, tiny, in fact. Um, And kind of hovering over it is a a small little pixie. He has sort of like a, a glittery blue skin and big eyes. And he looks at you and smiles as you come down the walkway. And that is where we'll leave Juke at the end of our session zero and go back to Caleb and Willow. You both are in the real world now. Willow, you are human. That's good. Yay. You kind of look at yourself and you're like, oh, well, there goes that flexibility. Uh, and the... By the way, saying it turned into a plant. Yeah, animal. and the delicious blood. But you can now... Oh, I should have I tried to make another tearing before I oh, left. Oh, God. No, do not bring anything out of Ivaria. It's like, <laughs> it's like traveling via plane. You can't bring foreign objects, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> She was like hoping to like sprout another stick and see if she could get Varya to turn bring Terry back, but as that new twig. Uh, surprisingly, you two are not at the factory. You're also not at the high school because you are all. Um, let me look at the map. You are all on the side of the sidewalk, right in front of where the high school used to be. But it's now just a lot. It has been demolished. Gone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you all are standing there. Caleb, you still have your bag, and in your bag is the game with all its pieces fully intact, just like you grabbed it, including everyone's coins, um, even though you guys left two coins in the game, and you're not quite sure how that worked. But Caleb, if you checked your bag right now, you would see that. Oh, that's the first thing he's doing. He's going to open up the game, make sure all the pieces are there. And then after he closes it, he takes out a marker from his uh, book bag and writes on the front of the game, important game, do not touch, do not open, do not throw away. And then he closes it back up and puts it in his bag. That's just asking for... Right? <laughs> hey, listen. It, it, the last thing he wants is to like put it in his room on a top shelf and then like his mom or dad accidentally see it and throws it away. <laughs> that would be pure panic. Willow and, uh, and Caleb, you all realize that uh, the day that you all were in has passed. Uh, several days have actually passed. Um, oh, as you all, as you both walk through the streets of Shady Creek, you actually see uh, posters on the, like, the light posts of please help looking for son Caleb McIntock. Please help looking for tall daughter um, uh, Willow Khan. You aren't sure how long you guys have been gone. Usually this isn't a problem, but as you've noticed, there was a problem with time. So usually when you go into Avaria and you come back out, it has the, almost no time has passed. Uh, this time, time did pass, but neither of you really know how long it's been. Um, however, you are walking up the street now to your homes um, and you see these signs. Um, what do you two plan to do? After, and let's say, like, what's your plans for the next, you know, couple of years as you have this game, oh. as you guys walk back to your well, homes? Cam's immediate thought was like, let's get our story straight. Maybe we were kidnapped or something. We managed to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, all right, how are we going to get this to sound not crazy? Obviously, like, we, we're not going to say anything about Varia, but like. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. So yeah, this crazy. Maybe we got lost in the woods. Yeah. I took you to my to my fort, and we all got no, lost. No, no, that maybe that would make it your fault. We can't have it to be your fault. Uh, we could say that. Oh God, this there's like no way to say this without making it slightly our fault. Uh. It, it's fine. Like it wouldn't be wouldn't have been on purpose. We could have just said, hey, we were we decided to go camping or something, or we were trying to, you know, see th something and we got lost. It's like, it isn't really anyone. I was thinking something with the high school. Like, maybe the building went down and we were accidentally in it and we got trapped there. But wouldn't there have been someone to check all the rooms, though? That's well, the thing. No so one was. That might, that might be a running rumor, seeing as how as you guys continue to walk, it's not just your posters that are up. There's posters of, you know, Jacob and James, or Jimmy and Juke. Um, all four of you obviously disappeared according to this town that day. And you're again, you don't know how long it's been, but you know it's been long enough for people to worry about you and report you missing. But I will say that as you all walk up and you're trying to get your story straight because you're going to have a lot of questions... Not only about where you both have been, but where Jimmy and Juke are now. We right. leave you all 
to whatever that fate will be in this world and end your session zero. And for the last time, we will revisit Jimmy, the wolf creature who is on his way to meet up with one of the attendants. Um, Jimmy, the closest uh, place you're able to run to is probably the blue station. So you run there. Uh, Stella is indeed still there. Um, and she kind of sees you come up. She has never seen a creature like you before. And she just sort of looks up at you. And she goes, oh my goodness. Are you the new attendant? Stella, how you doing? Um, guess so. Well, it is about time. You know, they kept telling me that I was going to get somebody, you know, to stand across the room from me so we can, like, chit-chat and talk about stuff. Because I'm usually just, you know, standing here or, or sitting here or, or I'll stand and then, you know, go in a circle. But usually this is what I do all day. So the training is actually really easy. Okay. This is 100% how actual dogs would talk if they have the ability. <laughs> Just high energy 24-7. <laughs> um, and so, Jimmy, you you sit there and you, uh, you know, meet Stella for the first time. And she begins to tell you all about the, the wonderful, if not uh, slightly stagnant job of being a station attendant where only four people actually came to the world um, occasionally. Um, and you guys sit there and just chat into the night as two magical beings now living on this world. Um, and hopefully someday you'll run into Juke and you guys can have your own magical adventures. And hopefully someday Willow and maybe if she's lucky, Caleb will come back and visit you too. Uh, Jimmy blows off the job a lot. He's there. He's also not there a lot. <laughs> no doubt. Stella is, is definitely like, now, Jimmy, we have talked about your attendance issues. I, I, I really <laughs> got to write you up again this week. I don't know. Um, you know, when Miss Lulu comes back, she's going to be very disappointed in your performance. Um, Look, Stella, <laughs> how, how many years now has it been? Exactly. <laughs> uh, and knowing Willow, she she will get on to Jimmy. It's like, why weren't you there? She got, wanted, she just I wants to talk. to be, people to see. <laughs> there will be a, a stack of reports for Willow when she does return. And uh, that is where we're going to end our adventure for today. And end our official session zero. And we will start the main campaign uh, next session. Thank you all for listening. We hope you are enjoying the campaign. Don't forget that you can listen to the podcast on the Aging Journey podcast website, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Links will be in the description below. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can also support the podcast on Patreon or join our Discord. Enjoy the journey.